0: Hello and welcome. You are officially listening to the Laugh It Off podcast with Megan Ulrich Krieger. Grab your wine, water, whiskey, whatever, and stay tuned for some good laughs and some tidbits to help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, besties. Welcome back for another podcast. Like I said, we are getting back to regular weekly podcasts episodes, meetups, hangouts, whatever you want to call it. Um, today's is probably going to be another short and sweet one, and I'm super excited to talk about it cuz we're going to be talking all things stress, breaking the stress cycle. Um, I'm going to be just sharing some tips with you guys and some things that I just recently learned from an amazing book that I'm reading right now. I feel like half the time when you tell somebody, "Oh my god, you definitely have to read this book." It it maybe gets put on their to-be-read list. Or they maybe forget about it till months later, years later. And so I'm just going to tell you the most beneficial information. I recommend reading the whole thing. But if you don't, I'm going to share with you the, like, mind-blowing piece of it that I got from it. So we're going to be doing that. Today is also the first day of fucking December, y'all. What happened? How, how is it December? December. There's also no snow here, which I'm a little salty about, not going to lie. It does not feel like Christmas. It does not feel like we just had Thanksgiving. I'm so confused by what the year 2021 even was. Like, it feels like like a fever dream or something. Like, how? I f- <laughs> Anybody else feel like we literally just started, like, pandemic shutdown shit, like, a few months ago? Y'all, that was almost... Almost two years ago. That's frightening. This March. Oh, my God. This March will be two years from the first shutdown. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I am contemplating my entire existence right now. Whew. Yeah. So 2021, that happened. It's happening. We have a month left. 2020, I feel like, I feel like was a good and bad year at the same time. And then 2021 was just like, uh, okay, let's fucking get on with the shit show here, kind of year. So, anyway. Um, let's do it. Happy December. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoyed the Thanksgiving tips last week. You, If you missed that episode, go back before Christmas because the same tips apply. Or whatever holiday dinners you guys have coming up. I know not everybody celebrates Christmas, of course. Any get-togethers, any social outings, anything involving food or body, things that can bring up insecurities, definitely listen to last week's episode. Uh, yeah, okay. So, stress. Stress tips because I'm feeling it. I don't know if y'all are feeling it. I don't know if this is seasonal depression or regular depression, but like fucking some shit's going on over here, right? Uh, And I know I'm not alone because I keep seeing more and more people thankfully opening up about it. Like I, I love how open we are kind of becoming as a society with mental health and struggling and anxiety and stuff like that. So that's how I know I'm not the only one uh, feeling some type of way this time of year when the sun does not come out till 730 in the morning and it does not stay past like fucking 4 p.m. So some of my stress tips. Like, let's get into it. I'm going to share with you guys first what I just learned in the book that I'm reading that hopefully is going to blow your mind. It has blown my mind since and I've already been able to start incorporating some of these tips and picking out some of my behavior that I wasn't even aware of before. So let's get into it. Okay, so the book itself is called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And it's written by Emily and Amelia Nagoski, which is super cool because one of the sisters actually also wrote the sexual health book, Come As You Are. So I actually was familiar with them as authors. And I didn't even realize it till I said that in the intro of the book. So it was super cool, like full circle moment. And the big, big takeaway, like the most important chapter is really just like the first chapter where they kind of give you this like the big gist of it. And it is like truly closing the stress cycle is like what they call it, like closing out your stress cycles and realizing that our stressors and the stress cycle is actually different. A lot of times we just assume that eliminating the stressor will close the stress cycle. And that's not necessarily true. And also, even if that were true, how many times are we surrounded by our stressors that we can't get rid of? Like all of my parents out there, sometimes your kids are the stressors. You can't freaking get rid of your kids, right? Uh, One of my clients works with very closely, she owns a business with her family. And sometimes her family is her stressor. Okay, well, you can't quit your job or quit your family, right? And so there is sometimes occasions where we can't get rid of our stressors, but yet we still need to, quote unquote, get rid of the stress or at least close the stress cycle. And a lot of times when we don't realize this is a thing, we all have open-ended like stress cycles running all at the same time. So that's where sometimes when the stressor is eliminated, we don't actually feel any better or any less stressed. Also, fun fact is so stress releases cortisol and we can also get addicted to cortisol so sometimes we actually keep ourselves stress induced because we are so used to it and borderline addicted to it that feeling relaxed actually like doesn't feel right right um and it also was interesting there's there's a lot of like random scientific research and stuff so if you're super into it definitely read the book but basically the fact that like Stress is killing us. (laughs) Stress can kill you. And that is why like taking our stress seriously is incredibly important, incredibly like self-preservation, everything. So how can you close your stress cycles even if you can't get rid of the stress, right? So basically the number one thing, which for me is neither here nor there, like I support this, but I also know that it's not always attainable or accessible for everybody, but they literally said like exercise is one of the number one ways to close your stress cycle, like getting your heart rate elevated enough to have that come down moment. And so what I do like about this is that that can be any exercise. It can be going to the gym. It can be going to yoga. It can be going for a walk, going for a run. Just like moving your body and getting your heart rate elevated is one really simple way to close out your stress cycle. And I also like this because I love the idea of your motivation for working out as being like reducing your stress, right? Especially you guys know me coming from like an anti-diet culture perspective. So many people get caught up in the world of like working out or exercising simply to attain like a physique or to change their bodies or whatever. Like, if you are exercising or working out because you hate your body, it's never going to feel good. But if you are exercising or working out because you love your body or because you want to close these stress cycles, like, that is more motivational than exercising because you want to change yourself, right? So that was the number one way. And then they also said, Obviously, like that's not always super accessible. Not everybody has different abilities, everything like that. And so the next way is literally simply through breath work. And I'm a big fan of breath work. I do a lot of breath work in my programs with my one-on-one clients and things like that as well. Um, But they recommended just doing simple breath work where you breathe in for five seconds, you hold for five seconds, and you exhale for 10 seconds. They want the exhale to be so long that you actually have to contract your stomach muscles. So that was really interesting for me. I always live by like the breathe in for four, hold for four, exhale for four. But that longer exhale, I'm telling you, I've done it since reading the book. It makes a huge difference. And you can like feel... The release in your body. That's how you'll know that it's you've closed out, is because you can physically feel the release. They literally compare it to like not having an orgasm, but you know when you've had an orgasm, right? They say you know when you've closed a stress cycle, like you can feel it. Um, another thing that you can do is tense all of your muscles super tight, especially where you hold your stress do some breath work, and then release all of it. And that helps release that cortisol, release that tension, release all of the things in your body. And then two other ones that I found extremely interesting. One of them is to, if you have a significant other or a partner, kissing your partner for six seconds straight. Not like six individual one second kisses. Six seconds straight. Because obviously this is longer than a normal kiss. This is kind, it's long enough to be kind of awkward or uncomfortable. But what it does is it communicates to the body that you are safe. Because you would never do something like that with a stranger. You would never do something like that in an unsafe situation. And so what I just found the most interesting about this is our, our bodies, our, our bodies don't know. Like you telling your body, hey, we're safe now, or hey, the stress is gone. Your body doesn't react to that. Like our bodies just have your natural, like, fight, flight, or freeze reactions, and you saying, hey, it's okay, is not enough to close that cycle. Your body needs to physically know that it is safe, and this is one way to do that, and I literally tried it with Kevin, and I shit you guys not, I could feel that little, like, my body just kind of had, like, a little (sighs) calm down moment at, like, second four. It was so weird. It was so weird, you guys. If you don't have a significant other, you can do this with a hug, hugging a person for 20 seconds where both of you guys are, you're standing above your feet straight, like you're carrying your full body weight. It's not like you're like laying or anything like that. A full hug where you're supporting your body for 20 seconds has the same effect. Um, So I think that was it. I think that was the main tips for for close just closing out those stress cycles. And we have multiple open at the same time. We have multiple running at the same time. And so that's why in starting to incorporate these things into your everyday routine, into your life, is one way to start catching up on closing out your stress cycles. Like it is wild. And even you just learn a lot about your fear, fight, or flight responses, um, or flight or whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And it's actually been so interesting because I put some of these theories to test when I was watching the dogs at work the last few days. And I, I can like literally see their like fight or flight or freeze responses when they get stressed or overwhelmed or like scared or anything like that in playgroup. And so like that has been super interesting too. And they actually even said that in the book that a lot of times once you start to get to know these signs better, you can start to identify it in like your kids or your pets and you can help them work through closing their stress cycles as well. So I just really love this book because it really opened my eyes to the fact that you don't have to always get rid of your stressors in order to feel the relief of stress. Uh, Because let's face it, a lot of times it is going to be hard to have a life without any stressors at all, right? And so if we can work on just getting our stress response under control, that's when we can start feeling better and just feeling like we are in a little bit more control of our anxiety, of our stress, and things like that. And then a few tips that are just like from me, things that help me with stress. Um, So one, just remembering that nothing nothing in this world is more important than your mental health. Not a job, not money, not obligations you said yes to, like nothing, okay? So never forget that nothing is more important than your mental health in this world and do what you need to do in order to honor that. Um, Also, talking about it instead of suppressing it or avoiding it is always extremely helpful. If you don't have a safe person to talk to, like literally y'all know I just made one of my first therapy appointments in forever. Um don't be afraid to seek out a therapist or just like telling a friend or even just doing the brain dumping that I talk about a lot where you just write everything in your brain down on a piece of paper. It doesn't have to make sense. It's not a to-do list. It's not something you go back and analyze. Just getting it out of your brain and onto paper can do wonders for you. Um, and then two two other things too. Ways to handle it. So one is treating yourself, you see this like advice go around a lot, like treating yourself like you're sick. When you, when your mental health is not good, treating it like you would if you had a cold or a flu or mental or physical health, something going on. Like stay in bed, watch TV, Drink a lot of water. Like, just taking a day off can be one way to kind of help restore your mental, physical health battery. But also, if you're like me and you're sitting here listening to that advice and you're like, taking a day off and not doing anything will make my stress worse because I have so many other things that I need to fucking do. Because you are a procrastinator like me or you have ADHD or whatever it may be. You can... Always like in the grand scheme of life, 24 hours of doing nothing will affect you 0%. Okay, so please know that you can always take that day off. But if you are like me and you avoid things when you get stressed out, I often remind myself um, to eat that frog. Okay, that's a book. It's a very dry book. You can read it, but I'm telling you, it's very dry. (laughs) Uh, But the premise or the theory behind the eat that frog is doing the task that like sucks the most first because everything else after that will feel so much easier. So sometimes you just got to remind yourself to eat that fucking frog do the one thing that you've been putting off the most or the one thing that you have to do the most that's been causing you the most stress. That is the longest task, the hardest task, the whatever. You'll know what your frog is, right? Sometimes your frog is calling and making a doctor appointment that will take 10 seconds, but that feels like it's the biggest one that's holding you back. So it doesn't always have to be the hardest or the longest task. You'll know what your frog is. For me, a lot of the times, the frog is just cleaning the fucking house. I have such a clearer mind when the house is clean and I know that, but yet keeping it clean is so hard for me. So sometimes I just have to be like, eat that fucking frog. Everything else can wait. I need to clean the house so I have like a clean space to be productive. So that is the advice that I would give you if you're like, where do I start? Decide what feels best for you right now. Is it a day off? Because you fucking deserve a day off. A day off in the grand scheme of life will not affect you any, any percent right? But if you are like just in the spiral of shit and you're just avoiding it, putting it off, whatever, and the longer you avoid and put off what you have to do is causing more stress, then eat that fucking frog. I'm not, I hate the hustle mentality. It's not hustle culture. It's if, if putting these tasks off is ruining your mental health, fucking do them. This is what I'm telling you. Suck it up and do it. I need to also tell myself this a lot, so I'm not being harsh. (laughs) I often have to remind myself of this. Just fucking do it. Just clean your fucking car, Meg. Just make the appointment. Like, whatever. You guys know what I'm saying. So, take that for what you will. I will see you guys next week. Uh, Monday night, I will be... Doing a live podcast for the first time, not on this platform. Um, I will be a guest on my really good friend Aaron Travers' podcast. It is the Gaining Fast on Memphis Memphis podcast. That will be Monday night. So if you want to head to my Facebook, I'm going to share the event for that. Uh, we'll be talking about my body journey and a bunch of different other, probably a lot about music, a lot about confidence, just all of the things. So if you want to see a live podcast, you can check us out there. Otherwise, I'll catch you guys back here next week. Okay, I love you guys.